This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello and welcome back to the U Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. So good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? What's going on? What's happening in your life? Happy Halloween or post-Halloween. Happy post-Halloween. It's now November 2nd Right. We're in November. Yeah. Do, do, is that an old person thing or just a boring person thing that I go, November, we're here. <laughs> November's a great month. Love November. Like November. Huge November fan. You're, it's your favorite holiday. Thanksgiving. You're excited? Love Thanksgiving. It is, a, a, counterintuitively, it is the most selfish holiday. Why is that? You show up, you eat, no gifts for anybody else, no notes, it's no selfish, cards. It's a selfish holiday for you. <laughs> right. Someone's preparing the food. Yeah. Right? Well, so, I, I, right, right. So, someone has Give to, it. you just show up, but like, it's not no work for everyone. I guess then the title does make sense. Thanks for giving me yes. nothing to do. <laughs> right I, I well now i go to like boca and stay with my parents and i'm gonna be there this thanksgiving and okay. it's it's and a very a show in miami i'm doing shows in miami that weekend yeah. and uh you know if you go to jaredfree.com i'm also in boston this weekend i got huge shows if you yeah. if you're out there come 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 uh the first one sold out wilbur theater then i'm coming to miami i'm going to virginia beach and plus the you know the, the big special tapings coming yeah, i'm it's so excited right here's my issue with your thanksgiving in miami is i feel like thanksgiving is like a like warm weather this is you a, need like sweatpants and like a sweatshirt it's not like a we're gonna go to the beach tomorrow kind of holiday you know what jordana you nailed it because <laughs> this is all we talk about Whenever we go to Thanksgiving, since my parents moved there, yeah. from the I'm from outside of Boston, you know, outside of Boston Thanksgiving, that is a vibe, you know, right. to take a Gen Z, sorry, Maddie, to, you know, co-opt your culture, your Gen <laughs> Z people. But I, it is leaves falling. You know, I come from Needham, Massachusetts, the longest running high school rival, Thanksgiving high school rivalry in the country. Really? Needham Wellesley football, a story tradition over a hundred years. So we used to go and wake up at like 8 a.m. to go to the game. Uh, not really. I, I, <laughs> some people, some people do that. I've done it before, but you know, the, you know that the Needham Wellesley game is happening and sure. you know, it's cold, got that nip in the air. And, and my parents moved to Boca and we go down there and my dad, we will be on the beach on Thanksgiving. Go, and my dad will say it every year without a, fa without a doubt. He'll go, who would ever live up there? <laughs> he goes, the beach. And it's the nicest time of the year in Florida yeah. is, is this time of year. This Day is like, of Thanksgiving. That's great. Exactly. Day after Thanksgiving. That's tough. Well, and I notice that we eat a little differently. Okay. You know, it's we're a little bit more active. Wow. You're not in the house. Right. You're not drinking. When I was in, at home, I, you know, in Boston, we drink all day, all night. You know, it was uh, a fatso weekend. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing else to do. There, I'm going you know, to jump on the Peloton. I'm going to go in the pool. I'm going to go to the beach. Okay. You know, you, you, 
you almost feel better. And my dad brings it up every year. He's like, I nowhere else where I want to be. Like just out of the cold, out of the, and you do acclimate yourself to it. I understand it. You feel like you're going to miss it. Miss the cold? The cold yeah. and kind of the season, but you know, right. you don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we enjoy. I, I have such a good time, and I'm gonna, you know, I'm in. It's your favorite holiday. It's my favorite holiday of the year. How, what's your should favorite holiday? A, you should have been a turkey for Halloween. I, I've done that. <laughs> I have been a turkey for you Halloween. Okay. Yes, I have. What's my favorite holiday? Um, hmm. I don't know. I like Halloween actually. Really? It's a great like American holiday that like Jews have always been allowed to celebrate. Love it. <laughs> so, <laughs> Where we, what yeah. ones are we not allowed to do? Like, I feel like Christmas is like frowned upon. Sure. If you're, you know, if you're in a solely Jewish home, it's, it's right. Look, it, again, it, it always seems so much like so much fun. Halloween is like kind of just as fun, but like you're allowed to get into it. Right. I, people who don't like Halloween, I'm always like suspect of. That's weird. What's not to like? It's well, fun. It's, it's like, weird to go, oh, I hate that day where everyone dresses up and gives out candy. Yeah. Like what? That's weird. You're a miserable fuck. I like July 4th too. Love July 4th. Love it. It's I don't like, know how, yeah. I don't, you know, I don't know how inappropriate that is to say these days. It's the, per well, it falls at the, <laughs> it falls at the perfect time of the summer where it's right. like, it's not like the end of the summer and things are feeling a little depressing. Mm. It's not so early in the summer that it's not really hot yet. Right. It's the just, food is right. Grill yeah. food. Excuse to party. Burgers, dogs, pools, sausages, pools, beach, excuse. All of it. Fun colors. Yeah. yeah. As much as I do love, um, you know, roasting the Christmas trees. I do love Christmas culture. I love like all the days mm. leading up to Christmas. I find it to be like magical, very, very magical. Yeah. The city too, New York city, yeah. Christmas that December when it's people are having, I mean, we are going to be back with like, I mean, I, it's weird to even think this. They have been back, but we're going to be back with like company holiday parties. Oh yeah. That was like, one. that was a season. We moved our for ours for your show. Really? Yes. <laughs> for Thanks, your Jared. show. For our show. For our show. Our show. Yes, for our show. What? Uh, am I, can I come to the company party? I think so. Uncle Jared? I'll ask HR. Ask HR. I don't want, yeah, I don't want to. You have to be the Santa if you're oh. going to come. <laughs> that might be problems with HR. That might cause an issue. Yeah, this guy who co-hosts one of the podcasts just showed up in a Santa suit and started asking all the women to sit on his lap. <laughs> Pretty bizarre. That I don't know be, why they. That, that might just, be the HR issue. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, in New York City during this time of year, you it, it becomes more magical because of those office parties, and I would say great time to meet people. Yeah. Because it's underrated how much people go out this time of year. Like how yeah, how much and that push towards. And I remember feel like you get to January first, second, and you go January second, worst, the worst day, yeah. and you go. Oh my God, I've been going out all of December. Like, like I, I went it's to, fun. it's fun. Yeah. And, and you know, the bars, you, you huddle in there, you know, fog on the window. Yeah. I, I'm with you. Yeah. It's a good time. I actually, I might be in the minority here. I actually really like Christmas music. Oh really? Yeah. I enjoy it. I think I, think I enjoy it too. I think what people get frustrated by is how early it starts. It starts what after Thanksgiving? I mean, some people say it starts now. I mean, that's weird. No, it right. definitely should not start now. No. The perfect amount of time is mm. like the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. To Christmas. To Christmas. And then done. Done. No 
till New Year's. Listen, when I hear Mariah Carey, all I want for Christmas is you. Great song. A chill goes down my spine. You know, it's that time of year. It's that time of year. Yeah. And when it's cold, but not freezing. That's another part of it. Like yeah. you want that. December. Like I want to wear my winter coat open. Yes, that's what I like. With a you don't want to have to do like the win- you want to just be able to wear the winter coat, not like the winter coat, three sweatshirts, right. a hat, a glove. Once yes. you put on the glove, once you start having to put on the gloves, it's over. It's over. Yeah, you're in yeah. seasonal depression. It's mode. over. That's 100%. when I get depressed. Yes, the minute those gloves, gloves hit my come hand. out, and then yeah. there's like one glove, and you're like, where the fuck is the other glove? Everything's wet. You have your like Uggs, and then there's slush. No. Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. No, no, I'm with you. We're there, going to Boca. There's an aesthetic. <laughs> yes. Get down to Florida. Yeah. But you've been talking about. And usually, people don't drink in January because they've mm. been doing so much in December. But you were saying you've been drinking a little less now. So, I, you know, if you if you follow you up with benefits, I've been talking about like going on, being more intentional with dates and going yes. out on Mondays. And you even came in, you're like, did you go on a date this week? And I kind of had a purge of all dating. I'm yes, on hinge. Did the purge of, of all the past dates. I've, I, all the, I've purged. I and I someone asked me on Instagram, like, are isn't it weird? Someone follows me on Instagram. There, I guess I. It's not weird. I I can't be so far up my own ass that someone on Instagram follows me that doesn't know this podcast exists. How long have they followed you? I don't know, but I'll get questions on my question box and they'll go, are you single? I got that question this week. And I wrote, I was like, it's funny to me that someone's like, ah, yeah, I follow this meats and cheeses guy. (laughs) I follow this guy that yells at charcuterie or the bachelor or whatever. I think, and I answered, I was like, I answered being like, it's funny that someone doesn't know. Sometimes it feels like people know everything about you. And then you're like, oh, of course they don't. Well, some the people who know something, I feel like know everything almost. Right, right. Because yeah. there's not much to know. But then someone's like, "Are you single?" I'm like, "It's just funny that someone was like." I mean, I this is all I talk about on a weekly right. basis. So, but I was like, I'm more single probably than I've really ever been. What does that mean? It's so interesting. I think when people say that, like, I'm so because you think of single as like a binary thing. Right. I'm single or I'm not single. But sometimes people are right. like, I am so single. It's not even funny. Or like, <laughs> I think a lot of women like, do what that. Is the, yeah. Like, what is that? What is the different? What is here's the middle? What, where's the spectrum? How does that work? Here's what it means. to. I thought about this because I was like, <laughs> why am I saying this? And it's also like, I guess I, I'm like, I have no, there's no one that I'm on a first date with. There's no one that like sometimes when you're single, but you're like, there are people that you're being respectfully lying to, <laughs> you know, right. I, 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 I hope that, I don't know how that sounds. I, you're, you're going, we we're on a third date, but I'm also going on a first date with someone else. Okay. Or you're so, started hooking up with someone, but you're also still on a dating app. And both okay. of you know, you've seen each other on the dating app and you go, so you like someone that you've gone on dates with, you see them on the dating app and it's, there's kind of this thing of like, I'm sure that if I've seen them, they've seen me. Okay. And then you go, I'm also going on a first date with this new person that, you know, and, and if someone said, are you single? Can I fix you up? You go, oh, yeah, sure. But you have other things going on. You got right. different. So, just, I'm sorry to put it on a spectrum scale. Sure. If 10 is, I've been married for 30 years. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> right. but I'm not in an ethically non-monogamous relationship. I'm right. very traditional. I've been married 30 years. Um, that's let's say not single at all. Okay. And say zero is the mo- like extremely single or like, and speaking to no one, you're in, you're in solitary confinement. Um, where is this? 
I am a one. Okay. And here's what I would define as a one. Talking to multiple people on Hinge. Okay, but not going out on a date. I haven't dates. been on a date okay. in the last week, couple weeks. Okay. And what is what you just described? And I've said, what I what do you mean? What you just described about it. I went on one, I'm going on one date with someone. Well, I would say that's dates. like a, you know, I'm a, f- a four. Okay. You know, where you go, I am in a position right now. And like, I, I, I keep saying, I hope this doesn't sound bad because I don't think a lot of men, straight men, talk out loud about these things. Like, and when I'm on a show and you go, well, are you dating someone to a man? They're like, oh, well, I used to do that when you were doing that. Right. Right, I've done that. Yeah. So I'm in a position where it's like when someone said, are you single? I go, I've texted people to be like, we're done. Okay. (laughs) You know, like there's been like an actual off switch hit with certain people. There's been people that have fizzled, so to speak, that aren't texting with me currently. Okay. And there's no... There's no date on the horizon. Date on the horizon, exactly. Okay. And you go, like, it, it's funny, like, it's like the question, would someone be upset? Like, I, I call I, that a, I would call that almost a, a two or a three, what you're doing. What do you, why is that? Because I think, like, zero is I don't speak to anyone ever, Right. One is I'm trying to speak to people on the apps, but no one's really, it's just not really happening. Okay. I'm matching, but not speaking. Sure. I feel like what you would be doing is speak speaking, but not going out is like a two. Okay. I, I, I Feedback is welcome. Okay. <laughs> there's, low, there's lower, there's lower forms right. of singleness. But I guess my, my point with yeah. saying like, I've never been the single is like, there's no like, you know, you know, when like women will be like, well, you know, would someone be mad that you're on a date right now? Like you should okay. like, like if a woman went on a date with someone and their first question was like, would there be someone that would be upset you're on a date with right now? I would say there's a lot of people that would say yes to that question. Sure. That and, probably puts you above five. Th- right. Yeah. And, and that is a, that I'd say I'm more, I'm more, I'm more used to that space than the space I'm in now. Okay. I don't think, in my opinion, there's no one that would hear. I mean, I'm speaking so strongly right if now. If you, if you are offended by the idea of Jared going on a date, let right. us know. Let me know. But I don't think that it's that person. So I, I would the, say with 95%, um, and that's as high as I can get. Okay. That I just have no. And do you like that? There's some calmness to it. Okay. It feels like the waters are calm. I don't feel any stress uh, as far as like, and that's something I probably put, I'm too hard on myself with where I'm like, should I get in front of this, say something to someone? Like even I've been on one date and been like, hey, I, it was nice to meet you, but this isn't the match. And that's probably too early. That's probably too much right. more than information than someone needs. But I would say that that feels good. But then it also, you're like, what am I doing? You know, you have this thing of like, I'm open, you know, you go, but then you know, you become, you're like, and then I, I feel what a lot of people write. Am I too choosy? What am I being picky? You know, just go. Why don't, right. you know? Well, I just wonder, it's kind of like, cause again, doesn't feel like you felt that way in a while. Do you feel like, you know what you're looking for? I know what you know. Kind of, it feels like you kind of know what you're not looking for. Right. What it kind of annoys you or what? I'm good at being negative. You're right. <laughs> No, I think you like it. You know, like this isn't a match <coughs> right. for me. I don't like. I don't like when someone does this, or I don't like when someone right. does that. Do you have a sense of if I saw this, my criteria? If I saw this, I think that would be a great fit. 
I think I'm hopeful I do. Okay. Yeah, like I, I'll know when I see it. Is, is and that's a bad answer, but I think that's the only one I got. You know. But I'll know it when I see it. Is kind of like. I think a lot of guys are doing that. By the way. I know it. When, I'll, right. I'll know it when I see it. That's why a lot of guys go on the dating apps and they go, "Yeah, of course I'm looking for long term. If if it if it should happen, you know, and if, if it's the right person." You know, that's why, you know, guys say that a lot. They go, but, you know, are you here for a long term? Yeah, if something if, if something should be right, then, and I think a lot of, and I don't think it's smart. It's sort of directionless though, in some ways, right? Like let's right. say you were looking for a house and you're talking to a broker and they were like, well, what are you looking for? What kind of right. houses are you looking for? And you're like, I'll know it when I see it. They would be like, right. okay, well, <laughs> that helps with uh, my time. Well, this is fair because the minute it will, you ever see a guy answer like, what's your type? Men hate answering what their type is. Why? It, I've noticed it. They they get weird around what's your type. We got a, I think we've gotten an email recently about like, he said, it. I asked him his type. Yeah. And he normally when a woman asks you your type, you just, and Patty Stanger, when she came on, what's your type? What's your type? And I was Kim like, Kardashian. it was a little uncomfortable to answer that. I, I'm not going to lie. You know, I, and I'm giving you just how I Why felt. Why is that? I don't because know. Because it feels like you're judging people who are not that? Uh, a little bit. It also feels like you're like, but I. I but who am I? Who am I? <laughs> <laughs> and also you go, I've been with people that don't look like that type and had a really nice relationship with them. And then you go, it didn't work out. And you go, I don't know. I, I, don't I, know. I feel like if we're, if we're trying to intentionally date, so I could give you answers to like right. what I'm looking for, but like, and that I think I would be like turned on by. Right. Like, you know, age type of job, career, you know, like I, there are things that I'm turned on and off. And that was when I did the matchmaker Maria thing. Yeah. Um, Was felt weird to say to her. I'm sure. It felt weird to be like, because you know, feel like by saying what you pre prefer, again, you're, I, I totally see what you're saying. And I think that feels the same way as a woman when you get yeah, that. Yeah, of course. Of This feels like icky to say this out loud. And who am I? Yeah. but I'm that, not that confident. But you're, not saying, like, you're not saying list the best person in the world. It's more like no. list someone who I think would be a good match for me. Right. And that's why I, I so I, I guess my negatives I, when I'm like, ah, I don't like this, I don't like that. Right. There's also the, I do like, you know, like uh, there are things that do get through my yeah. hinge match, you know, when I check like, you know, and. But I think a, you could even beyond hinge match. I think it could also just be like personality things that you like and don't like. Absolutely. And this goes back to the special that we're preparing for. Mm -hmm. A lot of it is about like how I judge people on an app versus how I judge them in person. Right. You know, the and, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, the reason that I'll, another reason I'm taking a step back from like the dating is like, I can't do the drinking. Okay. I needed a reset with drinking to be able to concentrate on, on the material for the show. And that sounds like an excuse, but like, there's like, it was, it was getting tough for me to like, you have two drinks. And then you're out. Right. And then you're out. And then and you're out at night. I mean, and then you're out at night to do shows. And then I would get to the weekend and I'm, I don't drink before I go on stage, but like at the end of the night, I'll have a drink. And then you're like, man, this is wearing me down and it's, right. my head isn't right. So I needed to kind of like take a step back that way. And it's like, 
you know, I w- that that does make me think like, well, if you're not going to, you know, if I, I took, you know, the, right now I'm sitting with you. I didn't drink Monday, Tuesday, and I don't plan on it tonight or even this weekend. And I'm like, yeah, that kind of takes you out of things socially a little bit. A little bit. Although, I mean, again, especially if you're, or you could, I mean, is it all or nothing? Or could you, and not that I'm saying you can't go on a date without drinking. Right. But could it be, I'm going to drink two nights a week? It could that's be. It? it could be. I. And it's just, it's tougher to hold up than yeah. I uh, want to admit. You know, I'm sure, I don't especially think with your, it's not like you're like in all weekend. It's like you're just going out on the weekends. Like most people probably are. Right. And, and you know, personally, what I do is I'll, you know, go out for have a couple of drinks. Hey, let's go to another bar. We have another drink. And right. then I go, then we get done. We have a street makeout. And then I say goodnight and I go start, you know, walking, looking for the nearest pizza place. And now it's not just that I had drinks and pizza, you know, like right. I, it becomes a bigger, and then I got to wake up and, you know, we got to do the funnies and we got to make the podcast. And, and you're like, I, I was getting a little worn down. I can, I can totally understand that. And, you know, you want to look nice on the special. You want to have the material ready. I don't want any excuse for like. Yeah, you're prepping for your wedding. I get it. It's my I was, wedding. I was there a year ago. <laughs> right? I get it. You know, yeah. you got to shred for the spesh, you know. <laughs> so I, I don't know. And it's like, you know, you, you say like to someone, like I was talking with someone on an app. We started talking and I got hood fished. What does that mean? So I so saw our profile and she Wrote in her profile, like, uh, my... Oh, she pretended she lived in a different neighborhood. Right. Is this a common saying? I don't know. I, I Maybe I, like I, I, I could be sampling someone else that has invented it, but... I, I like it. Because we started talking, and it said that West Village, and, like, and one of her prompts was about coffee. So I said, what do you like to get coffee around here? Mm-hmm. And she named a place that was, like, not in the West Village, and I go, oh, a little weird. I go, I didn't know there was one of those in the West Village. I go... What I, area was it in? <clears throat> Soho. Okay. And I go. Nothing wrong with Soho. Nothing wrong, but yeah. we're already lying. Okay. <laughs> so we're it's like already. When someone lives in Murray Hill and they pretend they live in like Northern Gramercy. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. 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 Well, something's off. Something's right. afoot. Yeah. Because she goes, uh, I saw West Village in the profile, and then I, and I was like, Oh, where do you get coffee? Because I spread myself around. I'm a big coffee guy. Okay. So she was like, Oh, I go to La Colombe, and I was like, I don't. I, I was like, I don't know the Colombe in the village. Oh, it's Soho. It's right near where I work. I go, oh, okay, that's cool. And then be, then we start talking and I go, oh, well, very nice. How long have you been in this area for? And then it becomes, I live in Jersey City. And you go like, oh. She lived in Jersey City? city? This is not. Did I say Jersey shitty? That was awkward. Now we're we're really not doing well with the state of New Jersey. We're going to lose our entire New York fan base. But it was funny that like at that moment I got to like, you know, and and to bring this back to drinking because I was like, oh, we're already talking coffee. Maybe we could like have like a meeting at a coffee place near here. And then it, when it became Jersey City, and it was like, I'm not inviting someone on the path to that, get coffee. That's a big uh, that's a big leap. Right. West Village to Jersey City. West Village well, to Soho. Not different. Well, they know. said that they had just moved and, you know, hadn't I uh, moved a couple of weeks ago, okay. hadn't switched it. I don't think that this person was perf- purposely hood fishing me. Sure. But there was like, it went from like, oh, I could like maybe easily present, let's get coffee and have a nice meeting where I'm not drinking and I'm still in the game to I'm not making someone come across the river to have a coffee. Yeah. I don't want to leave that up to them. Right. I guess I get, you know, I get in my own head about that. Yeah. 
I think on one of our benefits episodes, we should do a list. Okay. And we'll put it behind the paywall so that okay. the non-true fans don't, because I can understand your anxiety about like, I'm saying things I like, people are going to assume I don't like the other right. thing. The list is kind of a fun activity and I actually think it'll it'll give you more of a clear, a clear mind about what you do want and what you're looking for. So I actually had a guest on my podcast uh he he's a big meme big meme guy tank sinatra okay who i like tank he's a good guy and he's uh he actually said on my podcast that he met with i think a therapist who had him write out the perfect woman for him like that's what i want it was like a hundred things people were not happy to hear that someone did that Really? I there did was, that. There was, uh, you did? That's why I've, I've been, uh, people told the story at my wedding. We did, my friends and I, we all wrote our lists. Right. The things we wanted, perfect man. Um, and then we burned them. <laughs> well, I, I guess the response was mostly female. What's to, wrong with that? To be, no, to be like not liking it. Why? I, I think it's like, I think it goes to ego. Like men here, you wrote a list and we all just assume, yeah, we, she probably I, wrote me. <laughs> like you're like Mike is sitting there going, I guess he, that was the whole list. Uh, he was a he was a bunch of things, not all right, of them, right? But yeah. I don't think he thinks of the negative ones. I think a lot of men think of like, oh, the list. You know, if they're um. <laughs> on the list, <laughs> and I think a lot of there's a there's a certain you know the the feedback that he got in the comments of this video was like, who are you? To say it was bad, and, not, and you're like, oh, and it's like he didn't crazy. say that at all. It was a, it's it was kind him. of a, yeah, right. Yeah. I that's how I looked at it, but it, it I couldn't believe the response. That's to this. the people who were responding's issue because right. again, this is this person's personal preference. You're saying you can't, you're going to be offended if someone's personal preference of the match for them is not you. I don't understand if he was like, here's a list of the qualities every man so, should want. In right. A woman. So I wrote on. So I'll I'll say something. This is like. This is going to sound bad. I, I I can tell I'm going to get a DM or two about this. Mm-hmm. When I was asked, who would you date? Like what type of career? I said, I'm not looking to date a teacher. Okay. That sounds like the most evil fucking thing in the world. You don't want to date a nice that's teacher. That's your personal preference. But that's my personal preference. I, I, and, that would probably I, be on my list too. <laughs> but I go, and I think teachers are wonderful. I think yeah. they're great. I've ne- But I, I literally, when I was put to say that, I was like, I felt like I had to like, felt like I was like, I was, I had to whisper. You know, I couldn't, like, I felt embarrassed. And I was like, and I was like, I don't know what it is. It's just not for me. And, and, you know, this is. Not looking to read. I don't want to read. I don't want to hear about some snot-nosed kid that's not mine. Sure. I don't want, you know, you got too much time in your hands. I don't want summers off. I want to be able to do my, you know, you, okay. I want us to go our separate ways in the summer. Okay. You know, like, it's just, I don't know. <laughs> do you I, want them to have too much free time? Right, I, I, not to say teachers, like, this is, I'm going to get the unions after me. Yeah. It's a hard job. It's a difficult job. But it's not, it, it, to me, I was like, it's not what, it's not for, for me. For you. And, for me. Sure. And, and again, I'm being the sacrificial lamb. Men do have these thoughts. Don't get I, just, just like saying, everyone else. You I'm know? just saying, I don't even think it's a man thing. I had on my list a lot of qualities I'm sure a lot of men would be insulted by. Right. But it's not about them. It's about what I want for me. I guess I'll get a similar response that some woman would get being like, no one under 5'8". You yeah, know, that's what I'm right. saying. Like, I, if you I wrote that, like, I'm sure there'd be a lot of guys in the comments being like, well, fuck, fuck you. you. Yeah. Right, right. Well, it's like, no one's not, because it's not, the list isn't, 
no one should date people with these qualities. The list is right. I'm looking. I guess the social acceptability of saying below 5A people go, I get it. You got to get wet. You know, <laughs> and, but when you say no teachers, you go. I to, think that's there's a totally civil servant. It's you know, totally like, fine. To have, some people are saying would say no finance guys. Right. No doctors. I know. It's no a, whatever. Like. I, I know. I mean, it's a bad career. It means it's not a career match for you. Right. But and then I also got down the road of like. But that's also no. And I think that what we want in the list is what are the yeses. Right. So I think we I think we do it on our next benefits episode. And um, no judgment. Zone. And if you want to make things feel a little bit more even, I'll read mine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You I have got, it still. Yeah. I've picture. I took a picture of it before. I That's it. Our, Don't worry. We'll do it on benefits. Yeah. And listen, for the price of three dollars a month, you could get in on this episode and and see if you match all get, the qualities and get angry on the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're gonna have a lot of teachers signing up. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows are you ready to shop rakuten's big give week is back get 15 percent cash back at hundreds of stores including headliners ulta fenty beauty levi's adidas and so much more Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. What are we talking about today? Today we're talking about um, the lack of curiosity by some people in dating. I'm, I'll read it because I think that's a little vague. A lack of wonder. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, love your show long. Love your show long time. Okay. I'll get straight into it. Weird opening. Very weird. <laughs> 
<laughs> I met a guy in a dating app in the last month after taking a year-long hiatus, and we have been on three dates. I leave our dates feeling calm and secure, like we're taking things slow and allowing things to unfold like adults, unlike the dating I did with narcissistic and love-bombing types in the past. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like you're over that. <laughs> I've noticed one thing, though. While he seems interested in me by asking me out each time and checking in before the next date, on our dates, he rarely asks me questions about myself, never laughs at my jokes, or hasn't complimented me. Each time we leave the date, we both always say we had a nice time. But when I think back, I wonder what he does like about me. I once left two whole minutes of excruciating silence waiting for him to start a conversation. And when he spoke again, it was about him. That is wild. That do you, is do you know how long two minutes is. I mean, I don't even think we could stop right now talking for two minutes. Remember when we stopped for 10 seconds to show how long 10 seconds was? Yeah. We couldn't do that for two minutes. That's crazy. We would literally lose audience. Yeah. Two minutes. Hold on. They would just fast forward. Here's 20. Se here, we'll do 20 seconds just to show you how long. Go. Ten. <laughs> Can you imagine? You, can't even, you couldn't even wait. No. <laughs> ding, okay. ding, ding. Yes. That, imagine six times that amount. Out of control. That's crazy. Twenty seconds on a date, I would be like, I guess we're not the match. I guess I don't like this person. I guess we have nothing in common. Yeah, it's very. That it would be like in the immediate thought. She goes, I struggle with knowing if this. <laughs> just looking around the restaurant. <laughs> what were they doing? It's almost like a standoff. Right. I struggle with knowing. Guess, uh, just looking up. Unless they're in a meditation zone. <laughs> right. I struggle with knowing if this trait should be a deal breaker or if I should bring it up and allow him the chance to see if he wants to meet my standard. Maybe it's a blind spot for him. Maybe he does like me, but doesn't speak my words of affirmation love language. I, pr I pride myself on using humor to break the ice and being a good conversationalist and even sometimes looking attractive on a date. Ha ha. It would be nice to have one of these acknowledged. Is it naive or controlling to think that he would with some nudging? Sincerely, why isn't he curious about me? Uh, this is like end this fucking one. I mean, this is let just a, this guy go. This is a classic example of she's like, I like him because he's he asks me. He keeps asking me out. Right. So I like him because he likes me. Right. It's it's a three bears situation. You know, too hot, too cold, just right. She, she's had love bombing, tell you everything you want to hear, guys. Right. And now this guy does nothing. And I bet you're someone who's normal. Right. And it's like, this ain't your guy. You don't have a lot in common other than you both aren't very busy. She doesn't like him. Doesn't that's like him. the other thing that's right. also weird where she's like, how do I fix this thing? It's like, how do I make myself like this person that I don't really like? Because they are interested in me, so I feel like I should invest in it. Totally. And here's what a lot of, it, 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 her sign off is another clue into, you know, clue is, you know, a, 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 an apt word. She write, signs off sincerely. Why isn't he curious about me? So many, so many of the people that write into us they go from, um, they turn into detectives. Why do you need an answer to this? Why do you need to know? Why do you need to figure out? Well, why won't he ask me a question? I'll go out and waste another night of my life to see why he won't do it. Like, no, you don't like him. It's because it feels, I can tell you why. It's because if you feel like dating or meeting someone is like a, it's like a scarce rarity. 
then you're Which like, she does because clearly, she explained right. it as uh, taking a year long hiatus. Yeah. You know, the way she talks about it is as if she's, you know, a teacher who, you know, walked teacher. away. Uh, one of those uh. gross teacher types <laughs> <laughs> that walked around with that took sabbatical. You know, a sabbatical. Yeah. 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 Um, so Go yeah, ahead. I get so I'm saying I get why she thinks that way, because if you're like, I'm not sure if I'm going to catch another one, maybe I should make this one work. In case mm. that another one doesn't come along, right? Like a lot of women think that way, and he's the vessel of what I need. He, you know, the, it's box checking, right? Versus maybe I can make this work. I can, I can move things around, to right? Make this work. <laughs> and, and it's like, but and then she uses our words kind of against us. She's like, uh, uh, maybe he could meet my standard. I don't think. Can you ask me a question? Is a standard. Like, I, I think like, hey, it's I had a, a good, right. Yeah. And uh, asking for someone to meet your standard is like, my standard is they're going to make a plan for the date. Right. And then you go on the date and you go, okay, they've met my standard. Now, do I like this person that has come to my level? You know, like she's doing half the job. Right. And I think that she's not asking herself the again, the number one question is, is, am I actually interested in this person? Right. And I think if she explained it differently, I, you know, I think, well, here's a fun exercise. Take your complaints and then just start it with, do I want to, do I like, start with, do I like, okay, someone who, start with, do I like someone who rarely asks me questions, never laughs at my jokes and doesn't compliment me? Right. That sounds fun. Right. She wrote it in her email. Yeah, that's what she said. She said, person. "Do just say those, say those words right. to yourself. Do and, I like someone who never asks me questions, never laughs at my jokes, and never compliments me?" Right. And the only thing she does like, she said, "I feel I leave our dates leaving co feeling calm and secure." You would feel that if you didn't go on the date. Right. I feel that way with uh, someone I met, you know, in a networking event. I feel that way after I take a Xanax. Right. You don't need some. <laughs> this is not. Get you some good meds for that, baby yes. girl. Yeah. But she's and she's saying that's what she does like. And she does like that. He continues to ask her out, which makes her feel secure in in the thing. But feeling it's like the way your your security in something. It has to go side by side with you actually wanting the thing in the first place. Right. And I kind of, you know, I deal with this a little bit personally where you go. You know, you go, I'm definitely attracted, <laughs> but did I have the best time where I'm like, I got to see what this is like again? Like, am I, I'm attracted, but am I excited? Yes. And I think excitement gets overlooked. Like, are you getting ready for that date? Are you being like, while you're getting ready, you know, you put the music on. You're like, oh, this is going to be a fun time. I'm going to meet this new person. Uh, I can't wait to have a, this. Uh, they picked a great place. We're going to a cool spot. Oh, and, you, you know, the shower, you know, the, the fog goes away. You got the towel wrapped around you. And you're like, uh, you know, yeah. choosing what to wear. And you're like, okay. And then you look in the mirror, you go, I look good for this date. Do you have that? Or are you going, okay, I got to get together. I got to figure out what we're going to talk about when the silences happen. Oh, my God. Two minutes of excruciating silence is a no. <laughs> no I, I would say if that's that. it, that's it. That would be should be a deal breaker. Someone wrote in with that as a red flag or deal breaker. It would be a, a deal breaker. I would treat dates like you're making popcorn. Yeah. When you hear the pops that are three seconds apart, you know, it's time to get it out of the out of the microwave. Do you yeah. know that that yes. rule where you you count to three after every pop? 
you go one, two, three, no pop, open it up, you're done. It's over. It's over. So I would do count to 20. Oh my God. If you have two minutes is we did 120 seconds. seconds. That's crazy. That's insane. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oleayi was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier-looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair serum and I can already tell that it's working. Like my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing and I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus, I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP. Let's do some awkward sets. Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com. Keep sending them in. Awkward sex. We love an awkward sex. Yes. This one, the, this one's awkward, I think, for the reasons this person doesn't think they're awkward. <laughs> hey, J&J. Huge fan of the pod. I'll get right to it with my awkward sex story. I was living in Charleston, South Carolina. Had just been to see Jared at Uptown Social a few nights before. Wow. We promote this bar. I know. In the- we, should, we should get equity. <laughs> right. Keith, what the hell is going on here? Uh, no, we're huge fans of Uptown Social. Their new bars, Share House and Bodega. Go to UptownSocial.com. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Just pushing the shit out of them. They were great, though. No, we, we, we've both been fun. Yes, very fun time. And I did shows there on their roof during the pandemic. I was living in Charleston, South Carolina, just been to see Jared at Uptown Social a few nights before, which was a blast of a time. We met, got a great picture, and it was tons of fun. Anyways, fast forward a few days and my mom was in town visiting. We took my then puppy, who was about eight months old, to the dog park to play while having some coffee. A lovely morning all around. We are standing around having some coffee, chatting about life, having a grand time. We both look over at just as my dog is taking a shit. We we happen to look lock eyes, Uh, right? On the shit. Also, her email was written so nicely, and then it gets to dogs (laughs) taking a shit. 
right? We're yeah. chatting about life, having a grand time, a lovely morning. Then the dog is crapping all over the fucking place. <laughs> time stood still, and the next event seemed to happen in slow motion. My mom's eyes goes my mom's eyes go wide. My mouth drops slowly out of my adorable puppy's butt. With his poop comes a fully intact used condom. Somehow, my dog had eaten, inhaled, because it was still intact, an entire condom. All in all, this story is, I keep imagining it, like a clown pulling the thing out of its mouth. But out of its butt? Right, you're just pulling a condom out of the, the puppy's butt. <laughs> um, all in all, this story is quite funny now, as the, as the shall we say, owner of the condom was, is now my husband. We actually matched on Bumble as I was drunkenly leaving Jared's show. Wow. And as you say, the rest is history. My mom loves telling her book club friends about the condom of my dog's shit and how we're now married. Interesting. My mom is a special kind of weird. Anyways, thanks for all you do. See you at the live show at Magoobies. My husband and I will both be there. Well, I hope I saw them. Yeah. Um, signed, oh shit, it's a condom. <laughs> it's a good name. <laughs> That's funny. What do you um, think of this? This is crazy. What yeah. a weird our story page. I was about, literally about to say, <laughs> I hope this was the our story page. And when we met, I knew he was the one when I saw the condom come out of the puppy's anus. And then the puppy walks down the aisle and shits out the rings. <laughs> Will you take you train him to do that? What is it? What a tale. I can't. The mom's at book club. Hey, everybody, I got a great story. <laughs> Why would you, how would that story even come up? I guess it comes up because, oh, she's married to a great guy. He uses F condoms. He's a safe, responsible. Oh, we have such a funny story. One time, Gizmo ate a condom that he had used. Gizmo's pregnant. <laughs> we, have we have a whole litter of dog boys. <laughs> Red flag or deal breaker? I guess this if my isn't... dog shit out her IUD, yeah, or <laughs> her, her dental dam, her diaphragm, I don't, know. I don't yeah. use those anymore. Maybe uh, it wouldn't. The this wouldn't ring? <laughs> the Nuva ring is probably the closest. that's probably the closest. I yeah, it wouldn't swing me yeah. either way. I'd just be like, oh my god, the dog! I can't believe the dog lived. I know it's like a long rubbery thing, right? The dog must have been. Hawking shit up, no? Yeah, what are you feeding the dog that it went, resorted to Come. the condom? <laughs> Maybe can you get the dog pregnant with that? Right, I, that's a, I don't know. Definitely not. No, but. <laughs> Definitely not, but um, that would be funny. I liked Maddie's name, uh, Curb Your Condom. Love that. Dog Park Panic, Poop Protection. What did I have? I had one that I wrote down. Condom Poo? I don't care. Like a cockapoo? Okay. I don't know. It's a like stretch. Uh, Poopalactic. <laughs> <laughs> Mom's fun story. Okay. Our, our story page. Our story page. That's fun. Red flag deal breaker. What do you think? You. I mean, it's a it non. Happens, yeah. I mean, if we're if he's calling me, then it's fine. If not, right. I send him the bill. <laughs> Clean up your condom. <laughs> the dog. The vet. Hey, what's this thing for the vet? Well, the dog, is, yeah, it's, yeah. the dog is sick from your condom. What? 
Like, uh, I mean, whose job is it to throw out the condom? I would say it's the guys, but I do understand sometimes you turn into like a beaver at the dam, throw, you know, you're eating. Just throwing condoms everywhere. Yeah, you know, the when they eat off their, the, the shells off their yeah. stomach and then they throw the shells. That's, That's what kinda, it's like. Sometimes you take the condom off, you just toss it, but because sometimes it doesn't get used really. Like, I would imagine like sometimes a condom, the, the co floor condoms are non-cum condoms usually. Okay. It's because like we it, tried and you take it off. You go, oh, fuck it. Another one. Another one. Okay. You're DJ Collin. Sure. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. Right. Have any, has an animal ever ate your... Um, no, nothing okay. close to this. Sometimes if I... So I don't think you're supposed to do this, but you're also supposed to say you like teachers. <laughs> but... <laughs> I can't stop. Sorry. Uh, I can't do it. Stop digging the hole. I, um, I'll flush condoms down the toilet. Okay. And sometimes the condom hits the toilet in such a way that it gets air in it and doesn't flush. It becomes like a water balloon. Right. Okay. So like it gets buoyant. So you'll come back in the morning. You're like, this thing won't get out of here. And you got to like poke at it. Like it's right. You know, okay. Trash in the sea. Are you supposed to put it in the toilet or in the trash? I don't know. I think the trash is probably a more probably. appropriate place. Why put it in the toilet? I've always just, you know, you you kind of like unwrap it. Okay. And then you're just like, Ugh, you know, like. <laughs> yeah, I try the garbage, I think. Yeah, maybe that's it. Potentially. I like to, you know, get rid of it. Send it off to. You sea. want it to be gone, <laughs> right. lest someone uh, use the use the contents for right. procreation without your without your knowledge. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's weird the the throwing away of condoms. It's it's always if the lights are on bright, it's not an attractive look for a man. Like the way you walk away, flaccid penis in a condom. You're yeah. seeing kind of how where what you really sure. are as a man. This is your, you at your at your most raw. At your raw. That's it. No pun intended. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail, a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do another email. <laughs> Let's do it again. All right. <laughs> Jared and Jordana, longtime listener, second time writer. Wow. Mm. Two for two. I've been tuning in since day one, and it's amazing to see how much the podcast has evolved and the community has grown. Thank you. Congratulations on all the success. I love sharing the power with my friends who need a good chuckle and want to feel less alone in the dating world. Love it. 
On to my question. Do old situationships resurface to make sure you don't hate them? Let's see. Dating history. Formerly addicted to men who won't commit and only want to Snapchat to communicate and hook up drunk. You know the type. <laughs> you know, Jordana. Yeah. <laughs> I, do, I do know. Okay. Current dating status. I've been with my boyfriend two years and we're moving in together in a few months. It's sappy, but I've truly never never been happier with a relationship and couldn't have dreamt of a more compatible person for me. <laughs> oh, I'm the aunt at the wedding. Oh. Current theme. Over two years ago, after things ended with the old flings, I did the normal thing and unfollowed all the social media platforms so I didn't have to be reminded of them. A few weeks ago, one guy unfollowed slash refollowed me on Instagram in an attempt for me to follow him back. I didn't. A few days ago, that's a good move. You go, girl. She didn't follow him back. A few days ago, another one added me on Be Real which I would consider an intimate platform turning into the new Snapchat. Side note, I think a lot of people are going to be seeing this happen with Be Real becoming more popular. She's like the ghost of fuckboy future. (laughs) Be Real is coming down the pipeline and you're all going to be reminded of an ex-boyfriend. It's like a Black Mirror episode. Are you on Be Real? I'm not um, yet, I guess, I'm sure. Maybe one day. It sounds like one of those things that's coming for us, they did an SNL sketch about it, which oh, really? seemed a little early for me. But, <laughs> you know, it felt like they were trying to be too cool. Too cool. Yeah. Um, I do agree with what she's saying, considering what I know about Be Real, okay. and especially Snapchat behind closed doors. Can you so, message on Be Real? I, Maddie. Maddie. Is the comment public? So you have a feed of all your friends and everyone has to post at the same time and then people can comment and like. And you can only comment, but those comments, like, I don't know if you can look at them again after 24 hours because it's like... Can you see the old B-reels? The feed, like, doesn't really, it kind of goes away. Oh, the feed goes away. I think you can look back at yours. I don't think you can look back at other people's B-reels. Are people, like, flirting on B-reel? I don't think so. But are you sending, (laughs) do you (laughs) message a B-reel to someone? No. It's not an active send. So you can like. It's like you can. It's not really a like. It's like you. It's like a little picture of your face. It's like. Little oh, this is funny. so I, that's more public than Snapchat. But you also no, be real. The whole idea is right. you have accepted a right. group of people that are your friends. Right. This is this is very. Um, this is going to make me sound a hundred years old. Go for it. And I had be real for like two weeks, and I would do the thing where I would take the pictures, and then like I realized I didn't have any friends on it. <laughs> <laughs> So it was like just for me. And then I'm Anybody like, Anybody here? <laughs> hey, I'm being real over here. I didn't even know that you like could add people. So I was like, why is, I don't know, why is this interesting? I don't really, I didn't realize it was like, <laughs> no one had added me. So <laughs> I didn't even know this until does. you, until you just said that, I didn't even know that it, there was like a social feature of it. So I'm kind of, I had it for a week and then I'm like, I don't get it. It's just pictures of me on my couch I'm at every the day. Party and no one came. <laughs> no one I didn't even know there were supposed to be people there, though. That's but, so um, funny. Yeah, yeah, that wow. does sound very momish. <laughs> right? I don't know. I tried it. I don't even get why people do it while everyone's doing it. Yes. <laughs> I'm like the mom who comments on the Facebook picture that's like beautiful family, and then they write XO, and then they write their name on the comment. Jordana. Yes. <laughs> I could see the. Here's why I could see Be Real, considering what I know now, to be something that an ex could get into. Because well, if you let the ex into that world, 
they get to see your be real moment. Your real moment, yeah. Right. Let me well, let me finish the it. email and then we'll we'll get into her questions. Worth noting, both of these guys definitely know I have a boyfriend and one of them has a girlfriend. Also, we do live in the same city and on occasion see them out and about, but don't interact. I know Jordana has been in a similar situation and has talked about it a few times, but I don't understand the why behind it. Another detective on our hands. <laughs> why? Another <Yeah>. gumshoe. <laughs> The answer to this question isn't going to change my life, and I hate that I'm even in investing time to think about it enough to write in, but I'm curious to know why old situationships need to do a pulse check whenever so much time has passed. Curious to hear your dissection. Sincerely, I can't help but wonder. I'm actually, I understand her curiosity. Why would someone, when you're in a relationship, be adding you, years after you've dated, be adding you on a social network? Um, It's the most allowable form of curio- uh the it's the most allowable form of flirtation without getting in trouble because it's like what i'm just asking right i i this is are they trying to like get you to end your relationship like no, what's the point of the i'm flirting? here i'm friendly if anything changes i'm here and friendly it's Men, really if anything changes yeah i, I think there's a, an element of like looking at someone who has said yes to your naked body. That that's like a nice Okay. That that feels good. And if they have no emotional connection to you, if the way she described them as these guys who weren't looking to commit and Snapchat guys. Snapchat guys, those be types. Real guys. Be real guys. <laughs> the new evolution. Um to me it's not they're coming back to make sure you don't hate them. They're coming back to just be like, we cool. A lot of guys do a we cool. Okay. And it's like, we cool. Like, just letting you know, like, like, like. We're, oh, I'm totally cool. And it, some of it's about letting you know we cool. Some of it's about if things break off, I know there's a someone that I'm cool with. There's, it's a lot to do with like, why the apps were invented in the beginning. And I know I sound conspiratorial when I say this, but like the dating apps were made to be places you could know. Someone would. Someone would. Right. Right. And now once you have the answer of someone would, what do you do with that answer? Well, it kind of plays to the worst parts of your brain. It gives you a little dopamine. You see them come up on your feed. You are attracted to them. You know they were attracted to you. Yeah. There's a little bit of fun in that, that if someone goes, who's that in your be real? And you go, oh, we used to date. And they're just still there. And if they but This do person isn't still there. They're like newly there. Newly there. Well, then now we have a they have access to you and they can- Kind of watch you and, you know, right. and if they're single and they see that you become single, oh, I've, I've been cool this whole time. We, if, be, we cool. What if they're not single like one of these guys is? I think it's a element of like, let me just see what's going on let out there. See. Like, it's like the, it's it, to me, it's no different than the Facebook. Like, hey, been a while. Yeah. How you been? And it's just right. curiosity and the ability to do it. And you go, it I took a veil a, of innocence. <clears throat> There's a veil of innocence, right. right? And I don't think, and the thing is you can always hit the eject button at any time. So like, there's no harm to your own life. And I, again, I'm, I'm making, she's doing this safe as like- Safe adventure, if you will. Safe adventure. That's right. Because okay. I, I, when she's like, oh, why do men resurface as old to make you not hate? It's not about you as much as about them. Right. Wait, have you done this? 
I don't think so. I mean, I have done this where like, I will say when a, like when your relationship ends, the easiest people to go to are the people that you have opened tabs with in the past. Right. That's what happens. So I was never in, I've never been in a relationship with these other people just like, well, I got them just in case. That was never my thinking. But then the, the relationship ends and you go, who are the easiest people for me to talk to? Right. To Oh, we had this thing way back when. Let me and and, and you want to talk to them just to fill like a loneliness gap? Absolutely. Okay. When you break up with someone, when they break up with you, there's one less person to text, hug, and talk to. And sometimes, most times, people go back to the person they just came from. Yeah. Or they go to again, open tabs is kind of the best way to put it because these dating apps, like let's say you meet on a dating app and you talk for a little bit, never meet, but somehow you guys follow each other on Instagram. Okay. That whole follow is based off of we're attracted to each other, just nothing ever happened. Right. And then you just go, I'm not going to unfollow. Like, you know, you don't even think of it. I, I guess. Do you have I, those people like that you like, you know, like I'm sure you have like, like I have those people on Facebook. I'm like, I'll see someone come up my feed and I'm like, some wife with a husband and kids. I'm like, I don't even, who is this person? And then I'll go, right. holy shit. I used to, we met on, you know, J swipe years ago, years yeah, ago. Yeah. And not, and I didn't go through and be like, well, we didn't go on that date. So some people are that organized with their social media life. Yeah. I would say a lot of guys aren't. Okay. I think I was more, especially okay. if I was, I felt like the one being broken up with or mm. the wronged one. I would unfollow because right. in those that, that, like kind of like this person where she's like, I didn't want to see be reminded of them. They were like the Snapchat non-committal guys. Right, right. So I would unfollow them. And then now, I mean, it's, I guess if I were her, I just wouldn't accept because like, what's the additive power of that? Why is that? Why is that helpful? Even if she didn't care, like best case scenario, mm -hmm. she doesn't care either way. Right. I'm kind of like, what's the, what's the positive? Well, a lot of these people that like, are in relationships that end up friending you or following or f coming into your life. You're like, where did this person come from? It's because their life is not going so great. Right. Right. That, yeah. that, that, I mean, not to put it plainly, it's like. Otherwise they wouldn't be fixated. On right. It, yeah. And and the only reason they're fixated on you is you've said yes. Right. Not that you'll say yes. It, that's, they didn't look at your life and go, oh, this, she looks like she cheats. No, it's okay. This is an easier I can walk in here a little bit more confidently than someone whatever, I've never met. Before. Never met. And if we just talk, that might be all they're trying to get out of it because they're like, I'm in this relationship. It feels kind of dead. I'm stuck in it. I'm married. I got kids. Or I don't really see a way out. Or we're probably going to break up soon. Yeah. Let me talk Arm to someone who makes board. me feel good a little bit. Yeah. That's, and right. this is the... This is very not much nice. It's not nice. It's also <laughs> not in the it's in the world of 2022. Yeah. This is a new version that no one had to deal with before because you didn't have the tools. I feel like this is a distinctly mask like man thing. I'm sure there's a women who do it out there, but mm. I would never be like. I feel like even if I was in a relationship that wasn't going well or if I was single, I and a guy that like was in a relationship mm. that used to date me that I dumped, let's say. In, in that exact scenario, I just would be like, what's the point? Maybe it's because women are a little bit less like visually like stimulated by May seeing someone as attractive or not, or like feeling, you know what I mean? Well, like, look it, in a voyeuristic it, way. Right. And it plays to like, we don't have a lot of women or men right in that are like, she keeps texting and texting and never makes a plan. <laughs> yeah.
Like we have a lot of women that write in and they go, he keeps texting and texting. He, he likes all my pictures. He just never makes a plan. Right. That play, those are the same people. Yeah. You know, they're just that different phases of life, you know? Right. So different levels of creeping. Right. And, and I do hear like, I'm trying to think there's been a few people. I mean, just you and I, we get people talk to us about their relationship lives all the time yeah. outside of this podcast. And you'll, and the story always goes the same way. I, this guy, like, just all of a sudden, he's married with kids. He messaged me out of nowhere. I'm like, yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just yeah. not surprised, you know. And with this, is this is the this is the kids version of it. You know, right. this is a young woman right. who's in a new That's relationship, right. yeah. and, and she's getting the the less tragic one because right. it's not like. Well, what she can do is say to herself, "You've won." <laughs> they've come back as they do as they do as they do never because here's the thing it's funny like because like you said this is an innocent veil of i'm kind of like still like taking a look but here's why i think you should never accept them because it's not like the person messaged you i mean she's in a relationship so right. let's say she was single Mm-hmm. Let's, because I think that's probably the more of like the dilemma of what do you know? Do mm-hmm. I follow back? Do I get into it? Someone following you? If you're, let's say you're, they they didn't want to commit. You had a three month thing. Mm-hmm. Then you unfollow them. They follow you and then unfollow and then follow again so that you'll follow them. That's not a um, vulnerable, real way to interact with someone. That's like At you all. said a cheap, easy way to get into someone's life, but it shows absolutely no reflection. And that's where we cool gets hard. Right. Because we cool. Now you said, oh, we're cool. Like if you accept the accepting the follow and following back again, that is almost like dust is settled. Yeah. And then you're not cool. You're not, you have to be okay saying I'm not cool with this. And I think what they're, they're not making sure you're not mad. They're making sure that you're like, maybe you, and especially what happens is, in the scenario you bring up, you date for three months. They don't want to commit. Fine. We break up. We unfollow. Then they try to follow you again. You follow back and they go. And and in their minds, they go, well, I've stated what I wanted. Maybe they cool. <laughs> right? Like, yeah, maybe they know they that I don't want a relationship. This, it's a, they, it's a little mini contract. It's a little mini contract. I follow you. You follow me. We're people right. who follow each other. What's next? Right. <laughs> and then I react to a story. Oh, you look amazing. Right. Oh, uh, what are you doing this weekend? Yeah. Now you're back to like. But if you allow people to do that, they never have to address it. And right. then they like they get it all. These people are kind of like flies. It, or like if you just if you shoo them away, you're fine. But if you just like if you, you know, if you let them just kind of like chill hover around. Yeah. They're going to land on you. Right. And if it, here's the other part is like. Maybe when you get the follow request, you're like, ah, oh, yeah, like who cares, whatever. But there could be a moment for you, mm. probably when you're feeling like kind of bored or kind of lonely, when you might be tempted because they follow you and because you see their stuff to respond, to get yourself back into that situation when you shouldn't. That's why, that, I mean, I don't think people do that on, I don't think it's the, I don't think people are like long gaming this. Right. They're like, oh, I'll wear her down and finally she'll just suck my dick with no commitment. Like, I don't think that's the game. Yeah. But that is the game. You know, like, right. you know, it or not. You, yeah. uh, you make yourself the pizza in the fridge. Yeah. They'll eat it sometime. Eventually they're going to get hungry. Right. Enough. Hopefully. I mean, for, for them, hopefully for you, right. not hopefully, because that means you're like not doing like just like when the person follows you, they're not doing well. When you wind up 
responding them to messaging them back, you're not doing well. Right. Right. And that moment, if you follow them, you're leaving the door open for them to be an easy person to do. So I would not get into that. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Let's play some games. You ready? Yeah. UUP at betches.com. We love a red flag deal breaker. We love a real one. These are, these. these are real. These are definitely real. Okay, ready? Yes. Okay. How did I... It's on the... It's on the I know, I somehow switched up. I am not very smart. Okay. <laughs> Red flag, you, you can keep that in. <laughs> the teachers will like it. <laughs> they don't want you anyway. Yeah, right. Red flag or deal breaker. Uh, post hookup, his cat runs into the room with a mouse in its mouth. He rolls his eyes, says he always does this, gets a bag from the closet, puts the mouse inside the bag and hits it against the wall until it dies. Washes his hands and gets back into bed. No. Wow. Oh, that's a no for me. Did he have to whack it against the wall? I know. It's so violent. I would be a little worried. If a woman did this, I'd be so fucking hard. <laughs> I'd be like, holy shit. I, I, I know it's not right. Okay. But I'd be like... Oh, no, if Amanda did this, I would, like, be a little afraid for my life. Right. It, it is more, I guess, yeah, I understand. I'll, I'll tell you. No pause, no. What, I does snag. it all the time. Oh, my. No. Mickey's dead. No. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 from a woman, it's different because I don't fear for my life. So I don't think she's like the sadistic going to murder me, but maybe I he should. He always does this. And then I he always does this. Maybe you just hear a gun go off in the back room. Maybe get an exterminator. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, they might be like the type of cat who like mouse trap. You know, like there's some dogs that do this that are like hunters. I don't know. It's, it's you want to hear a come up with a solution? This made me think of a story. I was down. It was I was probably 15 years old. We went to my grandparents' place in Florida. Um, a little gecko ran into the kitchen. My grandfather picked up the gecko, threw it in the disposal, turned it on, like in one swift oh motion. God. Like literally, and my grandmother, I thought she was gonna fucking murder. I thought she was gonna throw him in the disposal. She was like, what the 
fuck, Bill? Why do you fucking do that? Like, it was like a meltdown. I thought they were going to get divorced over this gecko. And I, I was like, and we were all just like. Disposal. Wow. Disposal. Is he in and the war? <laughs> I think he was. Um, it was, and he like, she, and she screamed. That was his screamed, gut reaction. Gut reaction. It, it was like one felt swoop. Picked up the gecko in the disposal, ran it, and I've never. My grandmother used to yell at him a lot. <laughs> this was like she was so mad. That's terrifying, right? Um, yeah, we didn't mess with Papa anymore. I mean, I would definitely be listening <laughs> if he told me to do something. Right? After that. <laughs> yeah, he would do the newspaper move. He would. I think he hit us with newspapers a lot. Okay. Should be belts. <laughs> I never got. I was a good kid. Belts, actually? No, newspaper was his thing. He he, he would whack you the newspaper. Whack. It's a okay. whack. Well, I mean, wh whack is a hop, skip, and a jump from the disposal. It was hand in the hand disposal. Hand in the disposal. Don't fuck with this. Yeah, what is this? It was Sopranos? a different time. <laughs> okay, now that I've got right. more insight into Jared's childhood. That's right. The newsman. <laughs> and now that's his thing. <laughs> And now I want to watch a woman kill a mouse. I don't know. Maybe go. it all relates. Potentially. Right. All right. Hi, J&J. Longtime listener. Huge fan of the show. And especially enjoying the benefits episodes. Thanks. Thank you. I got a red flag or deal breaker for you. This is something that recently happened to me, and I would love to hear your opinions. Red flag or deal breaker. Your partner gives you cash for your birthday. <laughs> Speaking of the Sopranos. Right. <laughs> this is a mobster cash. Background. My boyfriend and I have been together for almost two years. Last month for my birthday, he gave me a silly card with seven $100 bills inside. I kind seven hundred. That's a lot. It's <laughs> a lot of money, but also like, yeah. why not six? What was why? Why seven? Where did he get that from? Maybe she was twenty-seven. <laughs> I kind of laughed it off at the time, but now that I've thought about it more, I'm wondering if this is a red flag or a deal breaker. Yes, it's a nice chunk of change, and who doesn't love cash? <laughs> but the gesture feels a little cold. Did he a put little. in any effort at all? I should mention that this isn't completely out of character for him. He's not romantic at all, and we joke that he's like a Swiss Army knife. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. I guess that he <laughs> does it all. He just gets shit done. Is that Swiss Army? I don't knife? even know. Yes. I guess. I don't know. See how that relates no, to what she, how she just described him. Though. He's Tony Soprano. Yes. I'm a 42 year old woman with a lot of relationship anxiety. So having a stable, solid partner that I can count on is much more important than all the romantic frills. But come on cash for my birthday. <laughs> what is he? My grandma? Thoughts. Thanks. Laughing all the way to the bank. At least it's not your grandpa and doesn't hit you with a newspaper. Yeah. But I, uh, what do you think? Um, this is weird. Uh, you do like a card, though. If the so card if, and came if, with cash. Right. Yeah. If, if Mike gave you a card that was full of seven hundred, and then the sweetest note ever, no reference to the cash. I think I would think it was weird. It might be a red flag, but it wouldn't be a deal breaker. Right. If it's like, uh, fifteen dollars <laughs> in cash. You'd be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I would be a little See, more worried. Fifteen, I'd be like, there would have to be a note about why the fifteen yeah, had sentimental value. Or right, something. go get your cupcake yeah. that you always talk about. I agree. I think this is weird. I would be like, okay, he's clearly bad at gifts. This is almost better than someone who gets you like a truly horrible gift that you have to pretend to like. Right. It <laughs> It does, and for that reason, it sounds like this guy feel he feels like he's a little bit on the spectrum, because it's like Maybe. I don't you get you get what you like, like it doesn't have a you know it, no it, sentimentality, right. It, right? it has no emotional, like it's just like it's your birthday, 
here's how much I would spend, but I want you to have something you like. So right. like, and I don't know what to, I'm, I'm not good at getting right. Right. So it comes from actually the nicest of places. If you think of it that way. Well, I guess here's my question. Would you rather someone spend $700 on something really stupid that mm-hmm. you would not like at all? Mm-hmm. Or give you $700. I would almost be kind of an, more annoyed if they got a really bad gift. Right. I, I, what would you rather have with the 700? What would you like best case scenario with the $700? Like I, I have an idea. I think the $700, if you really bad at gift giving and it was a gift certificate mm. would still be impersonal, but a sl- at least showing an effort. To me, the cash is more personal than the gift certificate. Gift certificate, like a, a Amex gift no, card? No, not Amex. Let's say it was like, they know you like a hobby, but they don't know what to get you in a, in relation to that. Right. So it's like a $700 like Etsy gift card? Yeah. Or like, you know, like a Soul Cycle gift card or something like that. I would be slightly more thought. Like, I know what you right. like. I have a sense for what you like. I'm not like sure of the specifics, but I want you, I know that this is a passion, some sort of acknowledgement of a, of a slightly personal Thing. I agree with that. I. What do you think of this? I think this is a good idea. What I because we always get asked about gift stuff, and we always say experience gifts. That's yeah. always something we kind of lean on as as a good piece of advice, which is a good piece of advice. What if the person was like, "This seven hundred dollars is being put into a bank account for us to go on our next trip." Like I've started a bank account, a checking account. That's worse. Really? Because it's then it's for both of you. And it's not right, a good for let's you. go. And then you can add to it next birthday. Now we have this checking out. We never do gifts again. One episode with Ramit. And uh, <laughs> and it's all about... <laughs> Ramit, people love that episode. Yeah, that was a great episode. Um, I don't know if I'd like that. Because now I'm like, oh, fuck. Now I have homework and like... Well, then you also like would... I guess you might feel obligated to put the same amount. Right. I'd be like, okay, put a Delta gift card. If I were, if I were giving you a gift... I didn't know what to get Delta you. Give, uh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I'd be like, I'm going to use it for work anyways. Yeah. It wouldn't know, go towards not. the right I don't place. SoulCycle is the one that I, like a Barry's boot camp, seven, you go, that's really going somewhere for me. I sure, use it a yeah. lot. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, if someone gave me, I, I'm if not. If the card was nice, I definitely wouldn't care that much also. Right. You would be okay with it. Yeah. I'd rather a $50 gift that I could would use every day than $700. You know, like, oh, I, yeah, for sure. If that, if it's one or the other, but it's again, assuming that the $50 gift is like something that's really, that's like thoughtful and like you would actually use. Right. It's, it's interesting the way that works. $700 gift that you have no use for annoys you more than yeah, then $50 it's like, gifts you have. A, it's, it's like you totally wasted this useful. money and like we got it on something else and it just right. feels like especially it's also because it's like there's nothing worse than getting a gift that shows that the person doesn't know you at all i i think that's the most that's the worst you start right. going what are we doing together yeah where you're like how why would you think i would like this right. <laughs> do you even know me do you right have you thought of me at all do you ask me any no wonder we had a two-minute silence on the day you remember that <laughs> for a while yeah all right let's do one more one more okay Wondering if this conversation I had with my boyfriend of three years is a red flag or a deal breaker. He called me after getting off the phone with his best friend, 32 years old, who got married in 2020. He now lives in a different state. He's on deployment for the military, staying in various hotels in different countries. My boyfriend was laughing while telling me about how his friend is having a great time on deployment, cheating on his wife and having sex with three different girls. Such a weird way to phrase it, too. (laughs) This guy's in trouble. Having a blast. Right. Hey, Ronnie's doing great. 
My boyfriend is not close with his friend's wife and would never say anything to her, but I'm curious if it's a deal breaker that he thinks this whole situation is hilarious and isn't telling his friend that what he's doing is messed up. My boyfriend claims that his friend is easily able to separate emotional and physical connection, but I can't get past how someone could do this multiple times with no remorse. I asked my boyfriend if he agrees that this is messed up, and he kind of shrugged and said, yeah, but it's so funny. Why is oh, it no. so funny? Not, I... not only does, is he immoral, but he has a bad sense of humor. Right. Prior <laughs> to this, his friend had cheated before and his wife found out, but she only thinks it was a makeout. I might also be it might also be worth noting that the best friend's parents are swingers, which might contribute to why it's easier for him to separate emotional and physical connection. However, him and his wife are most definitely not swingers. Is this a deal breaker that my boyfriend is essentially supporting his friend cheating on his wife? P.S. The vodka mule faux pas is my favorite canned drink. Love Look at that. that. Who doesn't love the Fan. vodka mule? Love it. Um, what do you think? I've done this, not this. Sometimes you'll tell your girlfriend a story that you think is hilarious and you see right away it is not hilarious to them. <laughs> yeah. You get like seven words in and you're like, uh, I should have no. never started this story. Yeah, I've been that uh, girlfriend. <laughs> like, that's not funny. That's not Why funny. Why do you think that's funny? Right, and then it becomes about you right. who thought it was funny and you got to like dance around until well, you get out of this fight. Let's, I mean, if the roles were reversed and you had a girlfriend who was talking about how funny it was that her friend was cheating on her boyfriend or doing anything anything else that was kind of fucked up you know she's she's uh she's taking a picture of his credit cards and she's just buying so much stuff it's hysterical that's where my mind went like if, a, <laughs> if my girlfriend was like oh my god so-and-so is getting a divorce and she's taking him for all his money oh i love that it's so fucking funny i love when when a guy gets torn down, it has right. nothing. And then no you were like, don't you, you think like, it's well, messed up? And then, you think it's and, a little and, messed right. up? And yeah. she was like, yeah, but it's so funny. Right. I'd be like, oh, what? I'd be turned off. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, well, why do you think it's. Yeah, I would be. Because I think it's kind of like one. I can. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be upset if he had the friend who did the thing and he wasn't like getting. He wasn't like. Right. Getting involved. Because I'm not. I don't necessarily think that's his place. But if he's telling it in a way that shows at like. Like. Absolutely no acknowledgement for the fact that he thinks it's wrong means it doesn't mean he th means he doesn't really think it's right, that it's wrong. It's a bit sociopathic. That's what like it's, it's like. Really. Did you say that? I'm sorry. The, no, I didn't. Say no, that. but I I mean, comes off like serial killer ish. Right. No, it's hilarious. And you're like, you think it's funny? Like, don't you? I like to me, the the proper is not anger. It's like sadness. Like to me, you go. Yeah. You know, he's away from home. He's sleeping with three different women. Oh, man. Like, I don't know. So messed up. It's a messed up thing. And I would have to acknowledge that it was messed up. I also need more to the story for it to be funny. I'm more mad that he thinks it's fun. You right. know, like. It's, that's an almost an insultingly bad sense of humor. Right. right. <laughs> Where's it? You know, I would hear that like, I'm trying to think if I've heard story. I have heard stories. I've heard stories about, uh, you know, friends, people I know, but I don't keep up with. And then you hear the story and you go. Ugh. Like that's the more natural reaction to like life gone afray. Right. But I guess because this guy's done it forever, but I don't know. I, 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 yeah, I, think but I also would, want, would know my girlfriend wouldn't want to hear this. That's another thing. It's like the way that he's, he clearly knows she doesn't approve of it. And he's still saying it's funny. He's almost sending you a message. I was just about to say that it feels very, just messaging. so you know, I think this kind of thing is kind of funny. Right. Just I don't so think you know. it's that big of a deal. Not a big deal. Right. And I am keep telling you this because I want you to know that I don't think it's that right. big of a deal. So. Right. Without saying, I'm saying. Right. 
Yeah, I, I get that vibe too. That's weird. Yeah, this would be a this this would require a lot more follow up <laughs> conversations for me. There's another doc coming, buddy. <laughs> well, we solved dating again. The U Up podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Maddie Paul, and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Maddie Paul. Be sure to follow at u.up.podcast on Instagram and send us your emails to uup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Batches.